1: happy thursday welcome to the high and mighty podcast
0: my first live show since March 8, 2020, so I'm so fucking hyped. I can't believe... I haven't flown in a long time, haven't done comedy live in a long time, and thank you for wasting your money to come watch a live podcast as I power through the rust. It's not an official podcast start till I... Oh, welcome to I everybody. It's me, your boy the number one fuckboy, standing six foot two, 284 pounds. You heard that right, he lost a pound since the last episode. From the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island, it's Johnny G. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson Maine, why is he still part of this? I am not in the High and Mighty studios, so you will not be seeing my merely silent co-host, Arthur Gabrus, but what you will be seeing is one of my favorite comedians who just recorded a comedy special this week at the Punchline, put your fucking ass together for Amy Miller! You said like a preacher when I said I'd wanna bring this towel on stage. Now you see why.
2: Are you all right?
0: No, not at all.
2: That was a real was, workout, huh? I Two was, years.
0: I was worried about the rust of performing, but I should be more concerned with my cardio. <laughs> you're
2: I was like, That's you're winded. A <laughs> no, I,
0: I was winded already from doing push-ups backstage.
2: <laughs> I was back there. I didn't see this. That's great. Well, I
0: was going to do them in front of you and show off and stuff, but I did like 100. <laughs> I'm doing 100 every day in, is it October? Yeah, and then I'm doing it every 3, day.
2: 3,000, just in... 3,100 in the month of October.
0: Yeah, I'm going to start tonight, though. I'm gonna, so I'm going to jam them in. I think I'm going to do 800 a day until the uh, Halloween. I might not take Halloween off this year.
2: You're going to be so ripped at Thanksgiving.
0: I can't wait. I'm going to fucking <laughs> wrestle my aunt. I'm like, get over here, auntie.
2: Is that I, a ham or has John been working out?
0: <laughs> she says that she's pouring honey on my back. I have two little pineapple slices on my nipples.
2: All right, now I'm horny.
0: <laughs> Mission accomplished. Amy, it's so good to be up here with a real local, you know, with oh like God. A salt of the earth. I don't even know like what a cool <laughs> way to refer to a, a an S er even is. We
2: yeah, we do exist. Well, I was born in San Francisco, but I but I grew up in the East Bay. I fuck. Okay, <laughs> I'm not a nerd. All right. <laughs>
0: Is the East Bay where the people who fuck move to?
2: Absolutely, right?
0: If you're just getting tugged off and stuff, you can stay in San Francisco. <laughs> but if you want to go all the way, get your ass to the East Bay. That's right, it rhymes for that I reason. Was,
2: I always think like, it's very insane. When I, when I think about like how many times I was like stuck in uh, bridge traffic that my mom got a doctor in San Francisco even though she lived in the East Bay. We've all been Traffic, what if you were in labor? I could have been born in the fucking water. She's very dumb. I've never. That hospital actually went on. Has anyone else been born in a hospital that went under? Round of applause.
0: (laughs) Who was born in a hospital? (laughs) That went underwater?
2: It doesn't even exist anymore. I think. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I think it was like out in the sunset. And it was called specifically Children's Hospital, which also creeps me the fuck out. Another, that means
0: there were kid doctors Another and over, 40 over
2: 40 person is here. Um, yeah, that some group of doctors was like, we just
0: only want to work with children.
2: I'm like, no. <laughs> okay,
0: pal. Uh,
2: <laughs> this is the Catholic Church. All right. I'm always
0: confused by doctors who pick specialties that I personally think are gross. Like, I think it's as hard like to be... Like
2: pussies, John? Uh, <laughs> He's vomiting.
0: Uh, Oh yeah, right. This is an audio medium. (laughs) Except for the handful of freaks who paid to watch this live three months earlier. No, but like like what what do you got? Like feet or something? Yeah, like feet like you can be a doctor who works on shoulders or assholes. And they're it's an equally difficult job to get. You guys shoulder doctors. (laughs) I'm doing assholes. Is there a shoulder doctor? I was trying to think of something uh, like I was going to be a titty doctor, you know. But I'm a mammologist, baby.
2: I would say two worst, maybe my nightmare, uh, dermatology.
0: Yes.
2: Um, and then just overall oncologist. Like the number of places you can have cancer is just so gross. <laughs> Like they, but they have to know so much because you can get it in your brain or your asshole.
0: You're, you're, <laughs> you're telling me. My mom had it in her tits and my dad had it in his brain. Well, uh,
2: that's, that's right. is that cool? <laughs> I'm from... Did you hear La- about Alex? No, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my Inside favorite... Inside
2: joke from backstage. You
0: know, you'll hear about it and be like, she called it a joke. <laughs>
2: But dermatology is just like such a wide variety of horrific things, you know, I'm white and Irish, I have sensitive skin. I know what's possible on like a medium level and like at the top level, you have tree man or whatever, like that's...
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know, I heard you ask the lighting guy to turn the lights down, you can get sunburned. I'm (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm I don't, just to jump back to my parents' cancer for a second, you know, just diving, I told you I was rusty, folks. I've been in my apartment for 19 months, smoking weed and watching Danish crime thrillers. Seriously, the Danes. I don't, I don't want to start new stereotypes. Uh, I don't want to participate in stereotypes at all, but if I accidentally start a new one tonight, it's Danish people are fucking twisted. <laughs> allowed to say stuff like that if they're also white, right? Like it's okay. <laughs> I could be Danish. You, I've had a thousand of them. Uh,
2: I love a walking Long Island stereotype being like, I don't participate in stereotypes. I just didn't bring a jacket to San Francisco.
0: I got shorts, I got Hawaiians. I got, I got my shells. <laughs> I'm 39, this is humiliating. <laughs> I had a backpack on this morning because I was flying and my wife goes, good luck at your first day at school. (laughs) I was like, leave me with my little hat on. Francisco today. <laughs> even That's
1: right. though,
0: the Zodiac was.
2: Even though you said because I was flying like other 40-year-old men, 39, Thank uh, you. We, we wear backpacks when they fly. We have carry-on bags.
0: Yeah, I know. I look like a real fucking child. <laughs> and I travel in even more comfortable clothes than I perform in, so you do the math on what that means. I'm in tights in a sports bra. I look like a CrossFit chick on this one. <laughs> doing burpees and chins on the fucking uh, overhead luggage rack.
2: Do you ever get just, based on your outfit, people being like, uh, uh, who are you? Like, are you in a band? you're like, no, I'm
0: like, I, a comedian. I, like, don't want to get recognized, but then I wear, I absolutely peacock every time I go to public, and I'm like, no, I'm nobody. Yes, I'm wearing a neon tank top and roller skates at the mall. I'm nobody. I
2: mean, I put on my knee. Shirt just to support the plus size male movement. Just Hell to yeah. Know. Well, I think by guesting <laughs> on
0: this podcast, you're definitely helping the plus size male. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that.
2: Anything I can do
0: for short
2: fat men, my demographic. Sexually, not comedically, by the way. If anyone, I'm recently single, so if anyone's here,
0: we got any short fatties in the crowd and are willing to raise their hand and talk tonight. <laughs> I'm a tall, fatty. Refuse to call myself short. Disgusting. But, uh, my BMI is terrifying. Ah, <laughs> uh, I. I like for a while was pushing, you know, I actually am big bones, <laughs> like just, I it's like, actually a thing, it was like a part of like my 20s was like, I think I actually have that thing that people lie about.
2: BMI is such a fucking scam and it never was more, I mean, I hate to bring up the C word, but never more apparent than during the vaccination stuff because like if you had a higher BMI, uh you could get it earlier Uh, but it was different it was
0: kind of rude to do and i did (laughs) it and it
2: was yeah of course because we're not fucking senior citizens and it was different in different states i know like in new york it was much higher than california but uh steve Hernandez, our friend who i think did the podcast recently yeah um i was like i can't get it yet i don't qualify and he was like Really? I'm like, Steve, my he's BMI. Got, he's got like a tailor's measure. And, Are you sure? It's shockingly lower than you would assume. Which
0: is- I, had, I had to knock my height down to to my actual height, not the one I tell people, uh, just to get my BMI to hit. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll be 6'1 so I can get the shot and then stay home for three months smoking weed feel feel good that I have the shot. It's are terrible people. I tried to get the booster before going on this little tour. I got a, like a little panicky at the last moment and I went to CBS and I was like, can I have the booster? And she's like, it's only for senior citizens. I'm like, I work in travel, front line. I was like saying all buzzwords. I was like, travel, frontline, live comedy, anything, please give me a shot. She was like, I can't get, I was like, all right, she gave me a flu shot and a tetanus shot, because I was like, I'm not leaving here without a fucking vaccine. You got other shots? But she was like, she was like, we, we, we're doing flu shots. I was like, I'm just going on this tour and I'm going to be in front of live crowds. I just want the booster. And she's like, I can do a flu shot. I was like, all right, fucking line it up.
2: Line and he snorted it, which was yeah. crazy. The
0: question, I learned this from Dope Sick, wink is what I have to tell my parents about, how to snort <laughs> opiates, but... Uh,
2: on the I'm show. taking this out. Is that weird? Yeah, go for it. Oh, please. just really.
0: Oh, for the... Uh, in case you
2: didn't know I was a stand-up comedian. For the people no listening thank you. at home. <laughs>
0: for the people listening at home, Amy just pulled out her one tit. <laughs> uh, is it okay I'm if I take, take this, take this it out? out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hot under there. The lights. <laughs> lefty, it's hot. Well, stage lefty. Uh, let's not get into which Lefty's one is that. the bigger
2: one. it does have a higher BMI. Let's all just...
0: Uh, Talk about it. I've been taking surf lessons, continuing with me being a 13-year-old. I've been taking surfing lessons, martial arts lessons, and Spanish lessons. Good. Uh, don't give me money. That's what I spend it on. Somehow
2: they're all on Duolingo. We don't know how. <laughs> yeah, every day
0: I get on and do five minutes of surfing lessons with a little owl. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe right to surf.
2: Little Duolingo people are so
0: supportive. Like, do that one? Little, Oh, sorry,
2: no. No, they're just adorable. They're just very encouraging, you know? they just like, oh, so you wasted all your money on college because I'm just (laughs) relearning languages that I already studied at Berkeley. Anyway, um... Wow, she
0: also (laughs) used the plural of languages. Well, we got a little, old. Uh, I was going to say Robert Langdon, because I spent this week watching all three Da Vinci Demons movies, no, uh, Da Vinci Code movies, Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, and Inferno, and they get ins- worse each one, and Tom Hanks's haircut gets, mo- you actually grow accustomed to it by the third movie. You're like, nope, that's what Robert Langdon looks like.
2: Someone said what in such an offended way about Tom Hanks' haircut. She's like, I loved it. I think he looks, I mean, he always looks great. Had, Our original are people COVID celebrity. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I said oh, COVID again.
0: Just to jump back to previous booby conversations, surfing, I, recently I went and I didn't bring a wetsuit because it was, I can handle cold water for some biological reason, and... Uh, I didn't wear a a wetsuit and was paddling around all day. (laughs) I was like, man, my nipples really hurt. And I got out of the water, walked up and saw like, you know, some girls next to their surfboards. And I was like, man, it's crazy. They were like, are you okay? And I looked down and I just had blood pouring out of my nipple. What? screaming down like a fucking crying uh, Virgin Mary statue. Why? Oh, that's the same thing my surf instructor Mike said. (laughs) Mike, who's been here for three-fourths of the lessons I planned with him. I guess if you have a surf instructor, you know he's not always going to make it when you book a time. But when are you going to tell me why? Well, it turns out I got some... He was like, because he was like, why did that happen? And I was like, I think it's because you're skinny and I have breasts that kind of sit... On the board, no matter how. And oh, I just yeah. rubbed it on this like soft top thing the whole time. And I'm new to it again. I used to surf when I was 18, so I think if you take 20 years off, you count as new to it. Uh, and I'm like sliding all over the board. I'm like, Jesus, this hurts. And I'm like splashing cold water on my nipples. And it didn't show that. I
2: Salt and like, the you know, does it have those like grip strips yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Oh my God, Yeah. no!
0: And because, because I'm bad at surfing and 284 pounds, I they, I get, like, this thing that's practically a fucking kayak. It's like a, it's like a stand-up paddleboard. It's like nine feet foam soft top, and it's, like, it's unsinkable. It has like, a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it has a half bath. You, uh, you have to wash your hands in the ocean, but you can fucking dump out... <laughs>
2: I I was so clueless about why you would be bleeding. I was just like picturing like two crabs just like affixed to your nipples. Again, made me horny. Why?
0: They're arthropods, man. They fucking make every are they? I don't even know if that's true. Any do we have any zoologists that could back that up in the crowd? No. For sure, <laughs> for it sure, we'll L- go get a zoologist. No, don't leave. Oh shit, 12 people left.
2: This was in LA though, you didn't surf in these waters, right?
0: No, no, this okay, was Okay, in-
2: thank God. You'd be, I guess you'd be dead at this point. Oh yeah, cause- yeah.
0: Uh, the the San Francisco sharks come for nipple blood faster than you would.
2: You would die of hypothermia long before a shark got you.
0: I don't think I can go no wetsuit up here in NorCal. You absolutely
2: cannot. Do you guys
0: call this NorCal? Because I just call everything. All right. See? I'm an East Coast kid who called like the Bronx upstate New York. So to me, everything is confusing and I'm not going to lie. There's 48 states besides New York and California and I call it all the Midwest. Fuck you guys! All right. Do
2: you call Long Island, New York? Uh, If people don't know, or you will you say I'm from New York? Maybe sometimes.
0: I usually say I'm from Long Island. This
2: is the Bay.
0: This is the Bay.
2: Nobody's from here. They didn't. Okay. Um, Yeah. I get to decide. This is the Bay, which (laughs) sometimes gets weird with these fucking Tampa Bay freaks. I'm like, absolutely not, Florida. No. That's not a bay.
0: No, please. You have no, a, a gulf
2: and you have an ocean. That's a Zero cocaine things. depository.
0: <laughs> Ooh, cocaine suppository. Uh, it's something different, oh, but it sounds oh, fun.
2: Oh, hold on. Let me get a pen. <laughs> let me write this down.
0: All right, let me get my coke suppository out. It has a pen on one end. and
2: <laughs> I'm too terrified to do cocaine right now. I had to have an iced coffee at six. Wait, I didn't want to give off the impression that I always do cocaine. But what... Just, what do
0: you? currently terrified about doing cocaine. Oh, because of fentanyl and Yes, everything? yes,
2: yes. Again, same. a bummer topic. Anyway, what about your parents' cancer?
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm a fat comedian, so <laughs> I've been uh, learned to avoid cocaine by example. Uh,
2: and, and like boisterous, and like those are the ones that go down the hardest. Yeah, no, same.
0: Uh, I had a 6 p.m. iced coffee as well.
2: Yeah, we did it at the same time. I was like, I want to be chatty, but not like out of my mind drunk. <laughs> it's a podcast. Um, and then I went to Phil's and I got that like iced coffee swill, like what? Do you know about the Phil's iced? The Phil's swill. Oh, local references. He's like, there's no topic tonight. I'm gonna be like, it's just gonna be local references.
0: I'm here for it. I don't get any of them, but who cares?
2: Although Phil everywhere now is it fills with a z Mm i
0: i I think i've hit that on tour at some point
2: delicious yeah they're everywhere now but they used to just be here and the also the cafe itself used to be like a jungle like literally
0: that was like it's it was just like
2: palm trees inside Hell yeah. And, like, beaded curtains and shit. I mean, I think
0: I might like this Phil character. Hi, Phil Gabris. I love what (laughs) you did (laughs)
2: here. It smelled like incense and dreads at all times. It was just... But they take sort of, like, the runoff from all the coffees to make their iced coffee. It's... I mean, it is cocaine, is what's crazy. It's delicious. You can like,
0: just eat it by the spoonful, like pudding. It's like that <laughs> yeah. nice, sludgy.
2: So I had that. Oh, I'm talking so much.
0: I bought a little uh, blue bottle, a uh, little carton of cold brew and a little coconut water. Got hooked up with a cup of ice and made a little coconut uh, cold brew. (laughs) Who had to hook you up? uh, The bartender, whose name I should have gotten to not be rude. Tip well, you fucks, when you go up there. And also, feel free to get up and get drinks during the show. This shit is so lame. I don't know why I'm This shit oh. is so low-key. If you guys want drinks, get them. Don't feel like it's being rude. We're Spend trying to fucking as much
2: money as you can.
0: Yeah, we're trying to get fucking live venues and service industry fucking Ooh. rip started again. And you guys are part of it. So thank you so much for coming out. Yeah. Truly, truly excited to see strangers, which is a good sign about. Open up where that I'm at. beer
2: for me, buddy. I got you. Look,
0: I'm a professional. This is an audio medium. <laughs> no one has to know what I currently look like right now. Ooh. What are you doing? Better not be getting a fucking drink. <laughs> Jesus, I was... you Better not fucking tip. <laughs> She's grabbed the tip bucket and left. Jesus. Um, so, what is something that isn't a stereotype of the Bay, uh, but like, if you live here, like, what would be make me sound super cool and inside if I was like, man, I got blasted at Lucky Strike Ooh. Bowling
2: last night. <laughs> Not that,
0: for sure. I got fingered at the Trocadero? Is that even a thing or a place? on a, The Presidio? I know that's a movie I've seen.
2: <laughs> I Sean jumped off the Mark Golden Carver. Gate Bridge. That's how local I am. Um, <laughs> well, so I think of the city and the East Bay as very different animals, so I'm not sure which one you're, you're asking about. What would you I one am you're obviously more comfortable? biased, although I fucking love the independent not to pander but this Hell is one yeah. of my favorite places yeah
0: fuck yeah
2: oh well speaking of cocaine done a lot in this bathroom back here in my 20s that was a long time ago I don't do
0: that anymore this place was open way back then <laughs> in, the, in
2: 1975 I was here doing drugs
0: I used to perform here back in the day when it was a whites only club
2: Uh I did feel bad about it but I needed the money uh, no it opened like mid early 2000s right independent yeah you can these guys okay they weren't in high school um, uh, yeah that's an interesting question I was thinking about it a lot when uh, we were kind of talking about where to get food after this or just even to hang out um, yeah. and now I don't
0: we can't what, let them like, know where we're gonna end up. I know, up. like
2: I want to say an institution, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> but in case you take me there, they're gonna just be circling, listening for our loudest voices. I will voices. say one
2: of one of my favorite things in SF that I was so happy they reopened was Martuni's. Yeah. Do you got? Yeah, it's a it's. <laughs> It's an old gay piano bar in, in the Castro, and it's like, they serve martinis, and then you sing a song. I once took a first date to martinis. Has anyone tried this? Please do Oh my
0: god, I just got martinis, because you said martini and singing. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, I'm so accustomed to restaurants just having Italian names because of where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, martinis, yeah, uh, it's next to and Isles, or whatever, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, they don't have any Parmesan. I'm so well, sorry. What the
0: fuck was I supposed to eat? I need breaded chicken cutlets twice a day, sweetheart. I need my protein and a little bit of grain kicker.
2: I uh, I took a, a date there once, and he was very sweet. We're actually still friends, so I shouldn't talk shit. But, like, I sang a Gershwin song with the piano, and then when I came back to the table, he was just weeping. Just fully... And what? Like, oh, you're a wonderful, sensitive man, but I... Don't know that it's gonna work out with me, a cunt,
0: <laughs> with a beautiful voice. Fuck, I'm tall and sensitive, Amy. It's just not gonna work.
2: <laughs> well, we're not going there anyway.
0: I have never been on a date. Isn't that weird? I'm 39 years old and I've never gone because on a date. Because you
2: were with your lady so young.
0: Yeah, because we started dating in college, and Whoa. that's that. Just you hook up and then start, then you eventually say, "Do you want to be my girlfriend?"
2: At, like at your dorm or whatever. Yeah.
0: I, we, I made out with like all of her roommates sticks. on my 21st birthday I made out with all of her roommates and all of mine on my 21st <laughs> birthday oh yeah and then we started dating like 10 days after that
2: whoa yeah
0: got, see, you- we were buddies so it got like we were flirty buddies so we got we got into it but we never sat across from someone at a restaurant and was like so what's your name like I've never
2: yeah but you- but you've kind of maybe been on dates like cause you've been one on one with like a friend at a restaurant
0: that's all like, I is. understand the dynamic of eating yes. with a person like, oh good, I, I, good. I have a wife I thought you feed, ate in secret dinner. in your closet no it's it's the <laughs> dating shoveling element a <laughs> under the bed <laughs> I can visualize what it might be like to sit at a restaurant across from someone but I can't imagine what it's like not knowing if you're gonna fuck uh, cause I well, always fuck after I eat, which hasn't been true for 15 years. You're too full. You're too full. I eat so much that I literally, I, I if I didn't get married young, I'd be a virgin because I can't control myself at bars and restaurants. And I can't fuck once this thing gets filled up because you don't want to see the Peter Griffin, no dick visible, just the gut kind of. Like me sitting, never mind. We don't have to get into any more details. I'm
2: sorry. Family Guy. I am a woman, John.
0: Well, I don't watch Family Guy anymore cuz I'm 40 and it's but it's, it was on from freshman year of college till question mark.
2: I mean, well, But I watch
0: Family Guy porn, so that's why I know.
2: Oh my god. I I fucking hate that you said that. I
0: Wow, you, you might as well just Let's use that as the review of the comedy show.
2: My ex, who I love so much and is my best friend, would just like do a very funny thing that pissed me off, which is just send me Family Guy porn, just stills, uh, like on an airplane when he knew I had my iPad open to like watch something, and so I would just like open an, uh, a message, and it would just be like Stewie fucking his mom or whatever,
0: Lois.
1: <laughs> Ch-
2: I don't know their names, chicks, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't even know the characters of a kids' show like I do, baby. With just
2: like a baby with a giant cock, and I'm like, full, and I'm in the aisle seat. Like, it's so rude, but now it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's how I feel. Like, on the planes, I'm always like, ooh, let me watch a movie. What do I have here? Oh, this 70s psychosexual drama. And I have it like my iPad out, and all of a sudden it's like a woman being like choked by, and like, while she, and I'm like, and I'm just like moving it to the, I'm like, oh, who's behind? me okay sorry it's just another two and a half hours of this french horror thriller we should be through here in no time
2: well did you ever use the thing on the now defunct virgin airlines where you could just chat with a random seat without their consent
0: that's insane
2: starting even before takeoff you could just pull up a chat and be like what's up 32b
0: Well, that's my bra size. Uh, I'm actually like probably like a 56 B.
2: Do you want me to really guess? Yeah. Because I'm really good at this. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, first of all, I'm gonna say A cup. Don't flatter yourself. Okay. Uh, Now
0: I'm like, now I want to be a B cup for some reason. I'm like, oh, you think think I'm only an A cup? what? what is this contest? I'm I'm the fucking meatloaf from Fight Club?
2: (laughs) For the listeners, he truly did pop up his nipples. To look like he had bigger tits. I
0: have gauze all over them just in case.
2: So, you know, so, a lot of men don't know this, or people without titties. You know, you know how the numbers work. Yeah, you've been with a woman for a long time. Is it like uh, the,
0: the strap size and the cup size? This,
2: so. Yeah, the strap is like your circumference. <laughs> oh,
0: so. I, I'm like, uh, that's like the suit and shirt size that wardrobe people ask you for. That you're like, oh, I don't know, I've been wearing sweats and Hawaiian shirts you're like, since I was uh, nine. Barrel. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, does 1935 sound right? And they're Just like, a cider I, barrel <laughs> with straps on it. <laughs> the sound a woman, uh, the w- wardrobe person, most frequently a woman, uh, makes when I say, I think I'm like a 1935 in a shirt, and you hear them go, hmm, and I'm like, is that like possible? And they're like, it's yeah, possible. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I would say. Forty-six A.
2: Forty-six A. Do titty people feel good about that? Okay, yeah, forty-six A. Maybe a forty-six B, depending on what kind of support coverage you're looking for.
0: Maybe a B if I've had a lot of sodium that day, or I'm PMSing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't joke. Uh, A friend of (laughs) mine. Are you kidding? My whole new hours about periods. (laughs) feminist. I a love feminine. That. I fucking love periods. <laughs> I think pregnant women are beautiful and I love periods. <laughs> I, uh, 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 my, my buddy, one of my best friends, was uh, the uh, David Byrne Stop Making Sense huge suit uh, for Halloween one year. Oh, and amazing. I, he looked am- I was like, dude, Ben, you look fucking crazy. That's perfect. How'd you get this suit? And he goes, I just went to a store and bought the biggest suit they had. And I was like, oh, what size suit is that? He's like, 56L. And I was like my suit size? You bought it as a gag costume and I'm the one who has to paint myself in it for a fucking cousin's wedding that I don't want to be at.
2: But what did he put in the shoulders? Just like a stick or something?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It must have just been cut wide enough that it, because he, it just stayed out there on him. He might, he must have had some kind of structure in there, some you boning. Boning, I believe the designers call it. I
2: was a little kid. This is gonna make me sound even older, but I was Pippi Longstocking once for <laughs> Halloween. Once
0: as a kid, I was playing hoop and stick <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> I
2: was playing anyway, stickball and we turning purple. butter. and... <laughs> To do the pigtails, I, I took, like, wire hangers and, like, okay, she's naughty. She, so, and, uh, and braided my hair. I did this by myself, which is very sad because I was, like, six. Not a lot of parenting in my household. Um,
0: oh, another thing we have in common. <laughs> Self-raised.
2: <laughs> and so I used almost, like, yeah, I just opened a wire hanger and the top was, like, a headband. And then I put the sides to make my pigtails stick out because um, I was more ginger at that time. A bastard child, did if you, you will.
0: Did you put brushes on That's your? It's a longer story.
2: No, I didn't.
0: Okay. No, I was... is that from Pippi Longside? I'm like maybe confusing that with Punky Brewster in my head right now. I think so. I'm such they a. They had famous. a lot of overlap. <laughs> All these chicks are the same. <laughs> The oldest references. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, right. they did both I do... You keep th- going like, and maybe no one's going to get this old reference, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that one way too. Did,
2: they did both do kind of a rainbow top under overalls kind of vibe, which I love, um, but yeah, I'm not... I saw Carrot Top last weekend. Did you see that?
0: His cock?
1: <laughs> no, I his,
0: saw his, uh, his uh, show. No, I did not see his show, but I've seen his dick on Instagram. It slips <laughs> yes, out all the time. we all have. Wait, did you post it? Yes. Okay, that's why I know it. <laughs> I post
2: it every time it comes out.
0: <laughs> Carrot Top was one of the first stand-up shows I've ever seen. He came to my college in 2001. And we were like, hey, we're the comedy... Cl- uh, we were in, I was in a comedy group on campus, and I was like, hey, we're the comedy group on campus. Do you have any advice for us? Because we want to do comedy when we graduate college, which you know, I think I'm the only one still trying. I wouldn't call it doing it. but uh, And he was like... And he looked intense. Oh, and he got them to close the gym down for just him for three hours to leading up to it. Like the football team had to like lift weights outside because it was in his (laughs) rider, which is cool as fuck if you ask me. And I
2: think Carrot Top probably liked watching that part.
0: Um. (laughs) Yeah, I think he might have too. And then he goes, this is his advice. He leans in really close to us, which is terrifying if if you're not ready for it, and just goes, stick with it and leaves and we were like, well that was thank you, Mr. Top.
2: Dude, I'm not even fucking kidding you. He said this to me last weekend. Is that why so you're thinking of quitting? <laughs> that's not. No, I paid for a meet and greet and I did come up that I was a comedian. And he told me like a really cute story about George Carlin and it was very nice and then he was like, yeah, just stick with it. And I'm like, bitch, I'm 40. I don't know how many other options at this point. Um,
0: but I get my master's if this doesn't pan out and the be a show. Was,
2: the show was so good, it was it, truly good. I didn't go ironically. I want you guys to know he's hilarious.
0: I would never. He fucking rolls. He's in Vegas. Is that what Yes,
2: he's, he's in Vegas and now he's going back on tour again. He fucking rips. Yeah, his dung comes out on Instagram sometimes. So I got like, no
0: complaints, and I'm starting to think it's all good PR for him because <laughs> man's got a. Quite the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm telling a little too much about what I think. You know, That's a huge cock. He's and a like, real top. Michelangelo's no. David is hung like a fucking stallion. Everyone's like, oh, don't make my ex-boyfriend send me more Peter Griffin porn so I can figure this out. <laughs>
2: nice man, and I feel like he, when we went to the show, he was telling more, like, hard jokes than doing prop stuff, because he was like, oh, there's other comedians here, and I thought that was so sweet. He's, I mean, he's a, hes really good. You should go to Vegas and see Carrot Top's show. I'm not kidding. He's you can rad. See Chris Dude, even Angel the prop
0: is good. It's like, it's just, like, One-liners, more or less, like, visual one-liners, and it fucking works on them. I will
2: say, and I need to give you this as, like, also my own personal sort of, like, content warning. Hates fat people. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Because I thought, like, oh, is he going to do, like, a very conservative show? Does he have to sort of, like, cater to, like, the kinds of folks that, like, will come to him in Vegas? Uh, I don't mean to stereotype again, but um. well,
0: I think in, I think Vegas is a very specific location where it you could is. go there, yeah. and there could be like a dude from Hong Kong betting seven million dollars in a tailored suit next to a dude in like a Kobe Bryant jersey and jean shorts betting $8, and they're going to eat at the same restaurant somehow.
2: And they're going to go see the same, a lot of the same shows, and yeah, even doing stand-up there, I'm always like, I don't, you didn't look who was coming to this club tonight, so I can't, you can't be mad at me for not being conservative, but but uh, I thought it was going to be more gnarly than it was, but the only thing that we were like, fuck, is he fucking hates fat people, dude. <laughs> Which is crazy, he's got a fat donger on him, you know?
0: It's crazy to hate fat people. I get talking about them a lot, like being obsessed with them, because that's what I do, but I'm I can't... wanting imagine... to fuck us? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, think about it. Just think about it. <laughs> uh, that's when... I, the, the comedy show I saw in Vegas and this was I was still young I was maybe tw- 21 I went with my entire family because my family is all gamblers uh, weird right all these Long Island people who die young are also gamblers drinkers I'm sorry and I don't
2: like stereotypes
0: <laughs> yeah was, I'm not a fan of stereotyping but my Italian grandfather who crashed his car driving to Atlantic City <laughs> when he was 81 years old Jimmy V yeah we can we can stereotype a little over here uh, we saw George Wallace and David Brenner, and if you're like a twenty year old who doesn't like, I was just getting into comedy, and my dad knew that. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna love George Wallace," and I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> and by the way, I now am. I'm still a huge fan of George Wallace, and I saw this is now eighteen years ago. Dude looks exactly the same. He has
2: not changed. He has yeah. not
0: changed. Like I saw, like I saw a recent video of him. I'm like, "That's what the dude looked like on stage." He. David Brenner had headlines from the newspaper on cards, would pull it up, read it out loud, and then riff jokes off of it. And and I was like, this is, to me, I was a kid. I was like, this is so... And then George Wallace comes out, and I hadn't seen, like, not to to stereotype his... Let me just put... That should just be a sign up here, but I ain't seen Kings of Comedy yet, so I haven't seen a lot of these, like, legendary black stand-ups do these big shows, and it's just not what I was accustomed to. He gave jewelry to a woman in the crowd who he had heard's house burned down, and I don't know if it was staged or not, but I was fucking crying. My family's crying. This is in the middle of an hour-long stand-up show that's killed. He's like, I just want to stop down for a second and whatnot, and just, like... Goes through, gives this woman a diamond tennis bracelet. She breaks down on stage. I have no idea if it's real or not. And I'm like, and then he cr- also crushes, right? And I believe maybe even played a song, like, or sang a song or lip synced. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't even know what comedy is anymore, but this guy fucking rules.
2: He's the, I'm sure that it was real. He's, like, such a good man. So fucking funny on Twitter, by the way. It's so it funny does, like, when, like, one of those things that, like... Like, like, he figured out a formula, and that was perfect, and then other people rip it off now, and he's, he's the funniest. He, I mean, he's at the Laugh Factory all the time in Hollywood, and he does look exactly the same and still crushes. He's a wonderful man.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I want to go see him now. I know. You should. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's got her car here. We'll all drive down.
2: <laughs> I didn't drive here tonight. I want you to know that is whiskey. Oh,
0: I want you to know the text that Amy sent uh, was like, do you know if there's a parking spot there? I'm like, yeah, I, I think so. Uh,
2: that's not what I said because I'm a local.
0: Oh, right. You I said-, said, can
2: I use the independent parking spot that's right up front where the cones are that I usually just move on my own without permission, (laughs) but I'll ask this time.
0: (laughs) And she said, or I might just drive because I want to have some cocktails. (laughs) And I did not understand and I was just like, okay, you know, maybe the Tuesday show didn't go the way you wanted it to or something. And then you were like, oh, I misspoke. I meant not drive. And I was like, "Ah, now everything makes sense.
2: I would never drive drunk in San Francisco
0: again. (laughs) I haven't. That's (laughs) something... That's something I haven't done in a really, really long time—is drive drunk. That was something that was—I was very—and then because I moved to New York City in my twenties, and cars were eliminated. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, I had lost my confidence (laughs) in—I lost my confidence in drinking and driving. Can, uh, we can, uh, Let's edit this part out. No, to Emma the engineer.
2: I just felt uh, too sad to drive drunk, honestly.
0: We used to have a rule in high school, high school. Uh, if you left a party driving drunk, you had to roll down the window, turn to the people who were still at the party and scream, I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> that way, if you did die that night, the story would be like, and the motherfucker yelled, I'm gonna live forever.
1: The and in hindsight, that Island
0: was morbid thing. and weird, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, drove, I,
2: I never drove down, drunk in SF because it's just like you get to a secret hill. Like, fuck that. You're like, you know, I'll just roll back down and die. I don't want to push the gas this hard. Traffic it's on a scary. hill
0: is like a nightmare. Oh like being God. like, sorry. like In LA when you're like at some fucking dump in Echo Park and you're like dri- coaching, this is specific to me, coaching improv for 20 year olds or whatever. You're in some like eight person apartment and then you go to leave and you're parked like Vertically, and you're (laughs) maybe this is familiar to you guys here, and you're like, okay, I have like a little bit of space, but reverse is
2: yeah. I just
0: totaled. What if my hair also (laughs) fell out with the hat?
2: His wig fell off, everyone. (laughs) With his stupid hat. That's nice. I get a full glimpse of the full haircut right now. That's interesting. Oh yeah, I got I got a fresh
0: cut. I got a fresh mullet yesterday from my. My barber uh, hooked it up. I was leaving town for five days to do this tour, so I was, according to my marriage, allowed to go clip zero on the side (laughs) of my... This is, like, such a heteronormative debate in that, like, women always think their boyfriend's hair looks better or partner's hair looks better, more grown in, and dudes love to be, like, get... If, if you could afford it, you'd wake up every morning and get your lines tightened. <laughs> I worked on Wild and Out, and everybody got haircuts every day. I think I worked. was
2: going to say, this is kind of a white debate more than anything. <laughs> I don't think many black wives are like, don't cut your hair. <laughs> That's don't true. make it look good.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it I'm does not...
2: look nice, though. Yeah, Thank it looks you. nice. Thank I don't know why you're covering it up.
0: I don't know why either. I'm. A, I, I guess I'm a hat. I've been a hat guy my whole life. I don't know why. And I'm 40 and have hair. I should be like flaunting it to Yeah, you got a full head of pox. hair out yeah. there. Yeah, you got to show
2: it off. Make it tall. You know what I mean?
0: Just <laughs> I got to go, go, go all full the way pompadour. up Yeah. I she gotta go a fucking full.
2: Morrissey with it. Don't Dude. do the other stuff he does, but just <laughs> accept the music and the hair. Everything else, no.
0: I'm not even really a fan of his music, so he really doesn't do anything for Old Man Gabrus. Oh. I apologize. I was a happy kid, so Morrissey didn't work on me. <laughs> Fuck
2: you, John. <laughs> because well, your parents weren't around but in a good way I was like it I was, was like sad about it
0: <laughs> okay well for full disclosure it was worse when my parents were home <laughs> they yeah, both worked so shift jobs and that ruled and it's probably the reason they managed to keep their marriage and family together uh Luckily, my mom doesn't listen to this podcast, never has, <laughs> never will. <laughs> Only 340 episodes out there, mom. Uh. You know
2: what? I thought that for a while, too. Uh, I thought my mom, because at some point she asked me, what is a podcast? Like, maybe six months ago. I never should have told her. And same with Steve's mom, I had a podcast with Steve Hernandez. She found it. Both our moms found it, like, in the last six months, and it has not been good. Because the number of times we both said, don't these fucking idiots are never going to figure out how to push something on their phones. Even though I'm like, you're constantly sending me, like, toilet paper from Amazon. Like, you know how to do stuff on your phone. She found it. They can find it. I just want to warn you. that oh, sh- I'm else.
0: still very confident that she hasn't <laughs> okay. found it. Also, she would have to ask one of my two brothers, who still lives at home, like lives not at home, but in my hometown. Another Long Island stereotype. Uh, and then my mom would have to ask them, and they would go, "No, you don't. Like, let's, I don't even want to help you. My my brothers have to come over and turn the TV and cable box on for my mom. Like, so like, mm. it's broken, Jonathan." There's something wrong with the television. It's broken. And my brother will come over and just like ch- hit the cable button or whatever. It's, it, I don't want to be like that. Do, are we all going to be like that when we get older? I don't know.
2: My mom is pretty savvy. And so now you're making me sad because I'm realizing she just like doesn't want to hear my
0: podcast. <laughs> oh, she so listens a podcast. to a shit ton of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. She's a she Joe Rogan. Rogan
2: saw-
0: <laughs> Marion,
2: She's got six
0: Patreon subscriptions. She
2: to you. She was so excited I was going to be here tonight. Oh,
0: tell Gabriel I said what's up.
2: (laughs) So my mom talks. It's crazy. She's from Long Island. Sorry to stereotype.
0: I'm wiping sweat off the back of my calves. I was
2: wondering, (laughs) because it's really... Where is it dripping from is what I want to know. Because is it from the ceiling? Is there a leak?
0: (laughs) I don't want to tell you where the tap is, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's from your, did you guys call these your leg pits when you were a kid, right? Like your knee pit, like the armpit in the back here. Oh, we, when we were like 15, learn the hand, he could fart with his hands. Mm. We went to Splish Splash, which is Long Island Water Park in Riverhead, Long Island. One person One light clap. There. Are we familiar with Splish Splash? No. All right, sick. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, I love it. That's the kind of enthusiasm there. I want. I want people just going, I love it, woo! Do you know anything about it? No, just keep talking. It's almost time to leave. <laughs> Uh, oh, he just wants a refreshing dip down
2: a slide. I, I get it. I highly
0: recommend Shotgun Falls. One of my favorites. Why do I still know the names of the slides? <laughs> but Shotgun Falls was one of my favorites. It was a short slide, but it had a 10-foot uh, like drop from the end of the slide to the pool. So it was kind of like a little bit of a free fall, which I enjoyed. Uh, long story short, we would watch the lifeguards like try to figure out what the sound was. Like We'd be waiting in line to go, and he'd be like... <laughs> and you see the lifeguard being like and we're just like 14 year old kids in bathing suits like
2: those are the kids that also do the like fountain with their hands in the pool right like squirt the water up Uh, into your fucking
0: eye I don't want to get on a brag tangent another another (laughs) brag tangent here but if it's pool related as someone who is just grew up taking swimming lessons and being a lifeguard I could do so much cool pool shit like teaching kids swim I can do one handed in the pool and squirt hit you in the eye just by closing I have pinpoint I used to do that to my the kids I was teaching how to swim shut up S- squirt them right in the face and knock be, make them quiet so, so, that, sorry another brag break from Johnny G deal with it I don't
2: even know what that I've means I've broken two
0: chairs on in one day at one party just by sitting in a... That has been another Johnny G. brag break.
2: I guess the... Uh, yeah, no, I didn't do a lot of water tricks. Uh, I'll give you an East Bay Local Kid reference if you want. A lot of eucalyptus here in the Bay, and like my trick as a child was picking up the little acorns and making them into a whistle. Very hard to do, but I have fat square thumbs and a perfect tiny mouth. Don't think about me as a kid when I say that. That's weird. (laughs) No
0: one grew up there like... Hi, Danny DeVito. I have fat thumbs and a weird little mouth. (laughs) So does he. I know. Oh, Oh. Danny DeVito. I'm I'm not going to lie. Danny DeVito has only gotten sexier in like the last 10 years. I agree
2: with you, and he's always doing the right shit. He's like marching for abortion or whatever. He's just like fucking... He's backing he's out the Bisco
0: strikers, which is such a fucking uh, crazy thing to just be like, I'm behind this.
2: I've it's... only ever heard good things about him, like, as a pro- like, you know, well, whatever, we're in entertainment. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> we're good three... friends with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and he told us. I mean,
2: was- I voted for him. Mm. Um, uh, two degrees away, whatever, like, I- I've always heard Danny DeVito is just a wonderful, wonderful man who's just very, like, We'll just look in your eyes and, like, know you. And I'm like, oh, I mean, you're looking down, but, like, he, he's...
0: Those aren't my eyes, sir. Those are my genitals <laughs> that like, you're staring at.
2: Your tits have my name on them. That's why I was looking. I'm not a perv.
0: <laughs> I was reading my own name, lady. I'm not being a creep. <laughs>
2: it seems like a strong marriage, too, you know? Oh, just, yeah. like, a beautiful, strong marriage with another short person. Like, we love that.
0: Uh, did you ever see the interview he did when he was, like... Banged up on limoncello, on his own limoncello. <laughs>
2: he, I, he is he so makes his fu- own limoncello. Okay.
0: He's a fucking Ginzo god to the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Little Danny D making his own limoncello. He's making the whole neighborhood
2: proud. <laughs> Nobody saw him making it. He was under the table the whole time. <laughs> Actually, Danny DeVito, everybody. That
0: would be so... I he just, just start
2: sucking his dick.
0: <laughs> he slides out, like, naked and oily, like in uh, It's Always Sunny. <laughs> like, <laughs> scurries away. Like,
1: whoa! <laughs> oh, he's the best.
0: Uh, speaking of, like, Danny DeVito is a non-traditional crush, I would say. Uh, and speaking of non-traditional crushes, something I recently unpacked with some friends... Is that a lot of the women I was attracted to growing up in media and are were all gay icons? And I don't know what that means about me. Like Megan Mullally on (laughs) Will and Grace was like one of my favorite women. I loved the nanny. I loved Cher. I loved all Madonna. I like loved all these people. And people were just like I didn't. And I just I guess it was. It's only complicated now thinking about it. Because I did want to... But you're
2: from Long Island, though. This is not necessarily related to gay icons. It's like, you like a loudmouth cunt. Yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I have not met John's beautiful wife, but I love her work, and I'm not commenting on anything that has happened... Between them, but no, wait, wait, I think on. I feel like we would get along very well. If she well.
0: listened, she would agree with you that she is a loud, proud, <laughs> amazing. Punk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that. I've loved broads my whole life. I no, think one of us.
2: That's the thing. It's a broad. It's a fucking broad. I've always dude. been into
0: broads. Yeah, so that's always worked on me, and I guess that's like that Yeah, has, but
2: what well, it po- couldn't possibly have anything to do with your mother, right, guys? <laughs>
0: My, right stocky, my stocky Italian mother who's really <laughs> funny. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Please, no.
2: <laughs> I'm fully stealing this line from Ron Bennington, and I don't know if any of you know who he is, but... I'm a um, fez
0: guy myself.
2: Oh, oh, R.I.P. Oh. Yeah, I yeah no, I didn't know you knew. That's a... Well, I grew that's... up
0: listening to talk radio. That was like, this is why I do this book. <laughs>
2: They're the best, but literally like four days ago, uh, they were talking about uh, gay icons, and Ron Bennington just goes, "I can't wait for a gay icon to be a gay person and not a mouthy white broad." (laughs) That's what we're saying. It's true. (laughs) But you know, it works out well for me in terms of ticket sales (laughs) in certain cities I won't name. Salt Lake. Are there
0: any legendary? Are there any legendarily gay cities for us to perform at? I hope we find one!
2: Martoonies.
0: <gasps> oh! Toony, <laughs> cartoons. No, tones. Like you're singing. Oh, that makes even more sense. I'm absorbing
2: your accent, which is psychotic.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, the my sign toony. of the tr- <laughs> Hey hey, oh <toony> over here. <laughs> um, uh, let me ask. Let me ask this about wh- why wouldn't you? Why don't you want to still live here? Is there a reason, like? Oh, I is cannot there a reason...
2: afford to, John. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> well, okay, that's not that's not totally true. So I so I had a fucking great deal the last time I lived here. I was living at Twenty Third and Cap for one bedroom apartment, fifteen hundred dollars. All right. Um, I. What did you say?
0: That's an awesome price, I think someone said. <laughs> yeah, oh,
2: I love that. Oh, this is the price is right. Um higher, yeah. Tell me how higher. much do you think it costs. <laughs> Pick the jet skis, Amy. <laughs> that Bisquick is $3.
0: Um, I was always, when I was a kid, being like... I. A living room set, like who fucking wants that? I it's know. so that like, you can't leave with it. like at least the Ferrari you can drive back to Kalamazoo in but oh the- John, they deliver it to you. Oh
2: but also I would never buy a living room set now, but anytime you are at someone's house and they have one and you're like a uh, recliner with a cup holder, yes, please. Um, I do love to be comfortable. But I, I mean, I, I just kind of fucked up and I moved to Portland mostly for comedy, um, in 2012 or whatever, and I gave up that fucking apartment, and I was such an idiot. Um, oh. My whole family's still in the Bay Area. My brother owns a bar in downtown Oakland. Like, you know, I still have roots here, but I cannot afford to live here, which is so insane. As a local, I never thought that, like, L.A. would be literally half the price of home. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I
0: and LA's gotten more expensive cuz i when i left new york in like 20 uh, 2012 as well to come to LA i was like Oh, we're gonna have a house with a yard for the same price as our Brooklyn <laughs> brownstone. And everyone's like, you get so much more bang for your buck out <laughs> here is what every fucking transplant said. And then me and my wife still live in the same apartment. Yeah. Nine years later, after living here, it's a eight hundred square foot apartment in like one of those California like motel type apartments. I do love
2: it though. I mean, I do love that though. It's I, like Yeah, I mean, I love my apartment in L.A., but yeah, I can't afford to come back here, really. Uh, And San Francisco, sorry, don't miss it. The year that I left, by the way, the month that I fucking left was like Giants winning the World Series week where there were just, like, grown men shitting on my patio. And flipping over buses, but because they were white, they didn't get fucking arrested. And I was like, "Fuck this whole fucking city." Except for the Independent, which is wonderful. Uh, but this is a godless, horrific place, so- and I can't believe that you're either wealthy or homeless, and there's no middle ground. I hate this fucking place.
0: I went to a restaurant last time I was in San Francisco. Stayed with, crashed at a friend's house. We went to like a little burrito place across the corner, and across the street and they had it was like a table restaurant but they had no servers and we I learned that it's because it was like the servers live so far, they can't afford to live anywhere near this restaurant that it takes them like three hours to get to and from work, so they just were like, well, we eliminated servers. I was like, I think that was the wrong direction. (laughs) Let's get the servers closer to the food.
2: Eliminate the owners. That's what I said. Yes. Fuck yeah.
0: It's it's funny to end a big chapter. Don't
2: forget to tip your bartenders.
0: Please. Don't forget to, uh, sorry. Uh, it's weird. I was just t- gonna say the same thing again. Uh, okay, these are working. <laughs> um, I left New York like a week after Sandy. And it was fuck. like we had, we had like waist deep water all throughout Red Hook where I was living at the time. We had to call five different car services. We had to pay $150 to get from our house to JFK. Our, we left. Driving up the BQE, our last drive to move. We have our dog. We have frying pans in our suitcases because we're gonna just land, and we have our pillows in our. fry
2: something. Yeah, we're just gonna land,
0: and we gotta make chicken parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got the uh, four C breadcrumbs. I got a little parsley to dice up and throw in there. I got one egg for the wash.
2: Uh, what if it was something crazy like a county fair? We got to fry up our Snickers the second we land.
0: This is our thing. The second we get together. we're gonna fit in in Los Angeles as deep fried Snickers eaters, big time. But we were driving up the BQE in this $150 car service, and the city was black. Like no lights were on anywhere, and it was just like. So weird, and because of the flood, our stuff was delayed. We were moving it all cross-country, obviously. Our stuff was delayed, like, three weeks, and my wife and I moved into our apartment, and we had only a bed that was got shipped there from Macy's and a dining room table that she bought at, like, a fucking fair or whatever. Fair. A fair? Uh, An estate uh, sale? The Melrose Trading Post, you know, that, like... At Fairfax High School, there's like a hipster fucking flea market. She bought like oh an yeah, eight, yeah, I love eight,
1: that place. I
0: love that place. If you like big hats and side boob, <laughs> highly recommend you check out. Yeah, honestly, almost anything in West Hollywood. Uh, but uh, or
2: side hats and big boobs.
0: <laughs> I'm, I love it. a woman who has uh, a. <laughs> what was the jet, What's the uh, con- a close? What, was, oh. <laughs> what did Jackie oh always wear? A fascinator, uh, like a yeah. fascinator on the side of your head, and just huge titties. That works for me. Uh, excuse me. But I lived for like we lived for like three weeks with just a bed and a dining room table, and it felt like like a rom com movie. We were like, no TV, no anything that was like our comfort level. So we we're like, uh, do I fuck? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess. I'm saying
2: when I moved out of SF. The Giants winning the World Series were... That was my Hurricane Sandy. (laughs) Except
0: worse. Yeah, the rioting when you win shit is crazy. Like, I, Or rioting when you lose. If, if when I'm talking about lose, I mean sports, it's crazy. If I mean basic human rights, then it's okay to riot. But if it's sports... Well, that's
2: the thing. It's very different across the bridge. You know what I mean? So, like, that World Series happened. White people are flipping buses. Nothing. And they're like, yeah, the Giants. Uh, I'm from Oakland. And it's like, you can just walk. <laughs> you can just walk together in a group as brown people. Oh, they're gonna show up in riot gear. And it's, it's just fucking, yeah, it's different. I think we should riot on boats in the middle of the bay and just bring it all together. Get some fucking jet skis. They can't stop us on jet skis.
0: Uh, yeah, let's get out. There's never any Trump supporters in boats. Yeah. Uh, but full, he- you said I had a full head of hair and this is just so obnoxious now, but like there was a, a video recently that went, was on, on social media, and it was like a bunch of cops in Seattle like turning in their boots to like quit because of vaccine mandates or whatever. You know, like I, I, I will carry a gun on me, but I don't want to get a shot. Uh, but like, there was like 20 dudes and 19 of them were bald. And I was like... <laughs> I don't think people should beat cops. I'm just saying I don't think I think cops are not good for your being a cop is not good for your hairline. Or it's a little bit of chicken or egg. You start going bald, you wanna fucking beat people. Let's unpack
2: this with your hair privilege at thirty nine. Because I, I, I also fucking love a bald man. I love Danny DeVito. That's what's happening. I love a short, fat bald man. I love a Costanza. Big fan,
0: big fan of bald men. I love bald men. <laughs>
2: but what yeah. do you think the connection is between bald guys and being cops?
0: I don't know. I think stress, wearing a little weird hat all the time. <laughs>
2: You're wearing weird hats all the time. But no,
0: <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Could I have more hair? <laughs> I do, anytime, because, you know, as we've said, we work in the business. So anytime a professional is playing with my hair, I make them look me in the eye and say like, it's not gonna be gone soon, is it? They're always like, you're okay. You have a lot of hair. It's gonna be, and I'm like, you promise. Every day I'm like, I wear a backwards hat, like, slightly different, and I'm like, fuck, it's so thin up there. Oh, my God. This is all,
2: this always fucks me up, because I, you know, unfortunately date straight men. I hate... Oof,
1: that's not, bad
0: not news.
2: Exclusively. As one, that's bad news. Dude. I have had girlfriends, but I don't identify as bi because I'm too old, and, um, and I don't want to use it as just to be another white lady trying to get on a diversity showcase. <laughs> so... Nobody ever likes that, but um, well, not I, I have never cared about a bald man. I mean, I guess if you're like 17, you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. But some those 17-year-old dudes, like dudes that went bald in fucking high school and college, high testosterone levels, they fuck and often have huge dicks.
0: Okay. Later on, I have on, a full I mean, head of hair. Do the math. <laughs> I have, have, never, have medically low testosterone. Ask like, Doctor Spar.
2: Clap if you're a lady in here and you date, unfortunately, straight men, and you care, and you want a full head of hair, and it's something you think about often. Exactly.
0: I think. Clap I think,
2: if you're sexually attracted to bald men specifically. Sometimes.
0: I think being, t- being short and being bald is really from the man's... Like, I think that's, like, such a... Like, that self-esteem Yeah, it's self-esteem fucking
2: toxic masculinity. Like, yeah. who gives a shit?
0: Not me. Other men. <laughs> Not me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta have something. Yeah, you? I gotta... Truly, well, that's what I... You're i don't even have pants. Like. I, I know. I,
0: I've been, like, fat with a little dick my whole life, so, like... <laughs> but having hair didn't, like... Count as status until you get to be in your forties. So I'm like, come on, five more years, I'll be, I'll look young.
2: I feel that. No, I know. I'm, there's always something. It's like I've been fat most of my life, but I have huge tits, and that's great. And I'm funny. It is
0: objectively great.
2: Which, as we know, no women are.
0: <laughs> that was, yeah. It was... Also, I think due to <laughs> I go-
2: hate male comedy so much. <laughs> That's what's funny about it. I apologize.
0: Not yours. You're very funny. <laughs> no, but. thank you. I barely do mail anything. Uh, I'm a, He's a mail carrier. A, I'm, a, I'm a more crying at Martoonies type of guy. No! I, unfortunately, I am. My wife's like, are you crying again? I'm like, yeah. Well, it is the third act of modern family. Anytime like, a dad pays attention to their son in programming, I'm just... Open to cry. It works. I support my son and his creative endeavor.
1: (laughs) That's possible!
2: (laughs) 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 I know, I always feel like I trick boyfriends or people I'm dating into movies like that where they don't know how it's gonna go, but I know there's like guy on guy dad stuff in it, and I'm like, (laughs) 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 are you okay? Guy on Guy know.
0: Dad Stuff. Yeah. Don't Google it if you're Dot trying com. to watch a rom-com. <laughs> Stepdad Guy Stuff.
2: Guy on Guy Dad Stuff, rom-com.com. <laughs> um.
0: It just linked to your new album.
2: <laughs> $29 a month.
0: I ha- I bought the rights to hot chicks picking up dog shit in like 2007. I bought the website. Because like this would be a really funny. Because there were so many hot women living in Brooklyn. Picking up dog shit all the time. And I was like, and that was, I thought I'd be like a street photographer. And I was like, I don't have any ambition or wherewithal. I like bought the URL, it's already done. Like I never did, took, oh, I never took one photo of a strange woman on the street. Weird that I never got around to that.
2: I'm always so amazed by, and maybe it's because I'm from the Bay. Um, so amazed I, by it. I can't believe you waited this long to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, like I have so many friends that just like sat on domain names for a lit- like a literally a decade because they got in in like ninety six or whatever and like I won't say his name, but my best friend Alex. Um I'm not gonna say his last name, he's a powerful lawyer. But he he like bought like 40 domain names that he thought were funny and people would want in like literally 96, 97. And then like six months ago, he was like, I keep getting this notification that JewOrgy.com is coming up for renewal. Like, do I need to keep paying for this? It's literally been 20 years. And he I'm got like,
0: scooped by Jeworgie.net, <laughs> to be honest. I'm like,
2: it. don't give it up, man. You got money. You got to pay for all these.
0: Uh, to jump back to bald men for a second, a solid, a solid advantage of, of men who go, young, uh, go bald young, like you might look a little old when you're 25, but then you, when you're 45, you don't look old either. It's like this weird thing that can it's happen in It's amazing, like, yeah. Oh, you look like Clint Eastwood has looked, he's 91. The dude has looked old since he was 19. <laughs> and you are like, he, you, you don't think he's aged poor, although if, <laughs> round of applause. Who's seen Cry Macho? No, zero no. people. Honestly, not honestly, not one person saw Cry Macho. Not anyone saw it in the theater by themselves like me. When, what did you do there? I would have cried if the movie was good at all. <laughs> There's a lot of like, dis, like allegorical dad stuff, but mostly. I was stressed watching that movie because I thought it was like, I was like, let Glenn Eastwood die,
1: please. Like, I, I know he's,
0: he's starring in it and directing it, and there's a scene, spoiler, I know you guys haven't seen it yet, but he gets on a horse, and I'm like, get him off the fucking horse, and we're like, we're gonna watch him die. John, so did
2: you watch his last movie where he had a threesome with two 30-year-old strippers? The Mule? <laughs> <laughs> so you saw it? Oh yeah! In
0: in Cry Show, absolute smoke show Mexican women in their early forties fall hard for Clint Eastwood, <laughs> who's ninety when he's like, and he fucks
2: them <laughs> in like a seedy hotel room.
0: There's a running joke on one of my podcasts that Clint Eastwood is super super virile because he has like he had like a kid at seventy or some shit like that. He has like. He's 91, and he has, like, a 30-year-old kid or something. Yeah, cool. I believe
2: that he fucks, sure. <laughs> but I judge you if you fuck Clint Eastwood. I don't...
0: I, I'm not... I'm, I want. I'm open-minded about who you're fucking, but if you're fucking Clint Eastwood, you're right. I'm judging you, okay? <laughs> I say fuck whoever you want but Clint Eastwood. If you want to have a threesome with Clint Eastwood and the chair from his famous stage <laughs> show at the Republicans, You thought, you thought the old references you were going to (laughs) get.
2: I would also say, going back to the hair stuff, I'm sorry to keep, you have a beautiful head of hair and I know you want to revisit it often. (laughs) I'm almost more alarmed when that's going on or it's just like, I notice it. You know what I mean? Like when you get like a fucking Mr. Big or like a Sam Elliott and when you're like, oh, you have a, just a full head of hair and you're like 70, that's, that's really scary. I don't. I'm just not used to that. When, I want to see the little freckles on the top of your head that we never knew you had. Now it's exposed to the sun. I want to put some s- flaking skin. Maybe a little Carlin ponytail at the back. Ooh, okay.
0: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the you. You want a guy who you could put a little sunscreen in his uh, <laughs> in his. Uh, what's it called? Thinning patch. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, thinning patch. The word thin doesn't come out of my mouth all too often so because I have thick hair and waist.
2: Uh. I will never forget uh, I had a sociology professor
0: Excuse, awesome. at
2: Berkeley. And full on just bald on top ponytail Canadian tuxedo every fucking day. Like that was like the late 90s at Berkeley. It was just like all my professors were like never a blazer, never a suit, not a tie, just denim all day, maybe some like Timberlands or something and uh, that was the professor (laughs) This is not going to be a funny story, but this whiskey is also working.
0: I think if you've, wa- I mean, if you've watched or listened to anything I've said, I don't think this is a show full of funny <laughs> stories.
2: This is the professor that I was with literally on 9-11. I had an 8 a.m. lecture.
0: On United 93. You were flying. <laughs> yes, he was flying the plane. We, we took pilot lessons together <laughs> in Florida. We worked at the Pentagon.
2: I was 17, and... No, I had an 8 a.m. lecture and, like, you know, I didn't didn't watch TV before an 8 a.m. lecture, so I just, like, show up to class and then like this is the guy that had to break the news to us. A bunch of children. He made us call him Dr. Jim and I'm like that's not a professional way to address your professor but whatever. (laughs) And then like we all sat down and we were like confused and he told us the story and then he was like we deserved this. Like immediately. I'm saying.
0: That's some Berkeley ass shit right there. Shit's
2: still burning. And he goes we deserve this. We kill people all over the world. And I'm like, it's not that you're wrong. It's just the timing is off.
0: You could tell us this on Thursday (laughs) at 3.30 when the next session of this class is.
2: And also, like, uh, a a fear in that scenario being from the Bay is in every disaster movie, which were so hot in the late 90s. Like, that was the shit. You know what happens The White House, maybe New York. Next, Golden Gate Bridge. Like we were like, oh fuck, they're coming for us next. And we're like, should we stay in class? Like I don't know what to do, but he's just giving this literal lecture about our war policies and like how many people we've murdered in just nothing but denim and his stupid little ponytail, Dr. Jim. I do think he's passed away, which is the only reason I can say his name out loud great professor but not that morning and we were like should we go cuz my i remember my mom was just like you're in a you're on like a public university campus like you have to go back to your apartment like we don't know what's going to happen and i was like mom we deserve this i heard and she's uh, like i only vote for republicans
0: i'm glad we moved off my parents cancer and on to <laughs> 9-11 stories uh,
2: didn't talk about Alec Baldwin yet <laughs> one yet. one
0: uh, let's talk my 9-11 story which is sophomore year of college 8 a.m. art history class going I my, my thing was make where were you? Uh, Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York it's like oh. it's pretty much the opposite of Berkeley it's a Catholic college for white people from the tri-state area uh <laughs> It's all Long Island, Staten Are Island. Are they
2: accredited, and, or...?
0: Uh, no, I'm, not, I'm not positive. <laughs> no one's ever asked me for a diploma or a resume. Uh, weird Maybe. job I live in, uh, live in <laughs> Oh, what the fuck is in this thing? Billsner. Uh, <laughs> and I, my tradition was, eat breakfast because it was free at the thing and I'm fat, and go back to my room and go Skinny to sleep. Skinny people
2: also eat. I'm sorry that he's marginalizing yeah, you Yeah, I
0: apologize. Most of you jam down two omelets and then go to back to bed. Uh, so I, I walk through the cafeteria and on the TV is like the Twin Towers with like smoke coming out of them. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Eat two omelets and go back to my dorm room where I live with six New Yorkers people from Staten Island and Long Island. And I just go to bed. And then like four hours later, my roommates are like, yo, Gapers, Gapers, wake up. Dude, fucking terrorists are attacking New York City. What the fuck? I was like, yeah, I know, I saw. And they're like, you saw? (laughs) They like wake me up and I'm like, yeah, I saw. I was at the, they're like, why didn't you say anything, man? Like, everyone was, like, really worked up. And I was, like, I was, like, oh, no, yeah, sorry. And I was just, like, I thought it was, like, a building fire or something. Like, you didn't stop and watch the news? I'm, like, I'm 19. I don't care about anything. (laughs) But then all of a sudden, we're, like, we have to all go to this 2 p.m. class. We go. The teacher's, like, I can send you guys home. And one girl in our class, not from uh, New York City area, goes... Fuck yeah, we're partying today. And me, like, yes. and I was, and arguably am, an alcoholic. And I even went, yo. <laughs> and Have some respect. Would you? Would you be surprised to hear this girl's name was Alexis? <laughs> she was. Uh, to be honest, she was one. Of, like, she was one of so many Alexis's that she had. Like the. Amy M. You know what I mean? Like, in school, we'd be like, are you going to Alexis F's apartment? No, Alexis C's apartment. Because <laughs> I was a John uh, in a white, like, mostly white school in the 80s and 90s. Everybody was named John and Mike. To the degree where my group of friends in high school were called the Mikes and the Johns. There was four Michaels, three Jonathans, and a John, J-O-H-N it was all those dudes were all known by our last names now because it was just so fucking calm con- and like one dude's a lawyer and everyone just call- I, don't, I, don't-
2: <laughs> I do think part of the reaction though was like going back to 911 um is that i <laughs> Like, Fight,
0: like, let's not move off. This. Those
2: disaster movies fucking cursed us. Like, as teens and like in early college. Like, it was just like all that I wa- Like, I love a fucking you know volcano. Fucking what? A oh, daylight. That's the one where they're in the in the Holland Tunnel.
0: Uh, where and Sylvester like, Stallone's character's name is Kit Latour. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> He's the head of transportation. His name's Kit Latour
2: what? like a dog dies but then doesn't die. Spoiler. Yep, a like a dog a, we- a Weimaraner. <laughs> Leaps. No!
0: And the fire hits it. Is that the dog we're talking yeah, about? Yeah,
2: and yes. And Did we you couldn't... Die? Well, you, you might be talking about backdraft. I don't know, but we just love disasters until one happened and then it was like seeing it on TV, you're like, that can't be real. I had two omelets. I'm not to take a nap. It was
0: weirdly palatable because of how much disaster shit you were watching. You're like... Oh, a building has smoke coming out of it. Okay, well, let's all run away
2: or whatever like you do in those movies. Take a, take a nap, take guess, a nap in your dorm. Were you top bunk or bottom bunk?
0: I, uh, we, this I sophomore year. Power bottom bunk. Hard to explain what that means. But.
2: You wrote that in your college applications when they're like, what kind of bed do you prefer? I'm versatile,
0: and everyone's like, I don't. I think that means something else, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, by sophomore year, we were able to have our beds separate, but that did mean we were, you know, a a foot and a half away from each other while we, when we ever we had sex. Wait,
2: what do you mean your beds separate?
0: Like, not did you share?
2: Oh, instead of bunks, you had had bunks. Yeah, we had two. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely remember many times being fingered while my friends
0: just watched. (laughs) Me too, including the exact verbiage. <laughs> uh, the, this is so gross. One time we were this up this dorm I lived in sophomore year was so fucking. It was we called it 112 where the players dwell. Uh, yeah, oh, hindsight's God. twenty twenty. It's amazing
2: that any of us fuck dudes in college. Like y'all were disgusting and thought you were the funniest with this kind of shit. And it was just like no one likes it. I'm just horny. I'm a teen. I'll fuck anything right now.
0: Heterosexuality is a curse for women. It's I apologize. Psychotic. Like, it's brutal. It's so brutal.
2: I'm on the fringes, but
0: this was yeah, this was too early two thousands, so uh we were still the uh you know uh, obnoxious assholes and it was rewarded in some capacity. But my... We snuck, wanted to sneak a keg in to, through our window because we lived on the first floor and we thought that would be like cool shit to do. Something I should have done was uh, bring my phone out to know how long I've been talking and stuff. But
2: Wait, we'll, you didn't ask them to light you?
0: Oh yeah, I should have. Do you want to light me at some point? Whenever you want... Whenever you're feeling... Whenever you're... Whenever the crowd asks you to light me, just light me, okay? Um... We wanted to sneak this keg in because we thought it would give us like status. The, the windows were like protected that you couldn't open them all the way. They had these like, plastic tags in them. But we went to five different Home Depots before we found that plastic tag. So we were able to break it and reseal it. So we go to sneak in the keg and we're running around the side with a hockey bag with a keg in it, carrying it like it's hockey equipment. No, we're just walking through the parking lot and then we put it down and we're like, okay, we're gonna put it in through the window and we're kneeling outside the window to my room, but my roommate's bed is next to the window and we're kneeling outside and we're like, all right, we knock on the window, they'll open and all of a sudden we're like, fucking stinks out here, it fucking <laughs> smells awful and we're like, ew, it's, and it's dark out and it's like, it's gross, man, and then, Someone comes, op- opens, opens the window, pops the screen out, turns a light on, and we look down, and there is like 40 used condoms. Oh. My roommate was just after he fucked, like pushing the screen out, just try and no one was cleaning it. And we're like literally like this, like Do you smell that? Do you smell? What is that smell? And it's here, and we're all like this four of us, like a fucking. Like, a, like we're drawing plans to rescue the POWs in the sand, we're kneeling outside the window going like, it really smells weird out like a pool do you smell like a pool locker room mixed with shampoo and it's like
2: why am I horny again?
0: <laughs> that dude fucked though dude that dude fucked, 40? I, shout out that roommate, still the biggest cock I've ever seen live 40 condoms and
2: safe? Hello, what's his name? Let's drop his full name on this. Maybe he'll call me. I think that's beautiful. It was
0: absolutely beautiful to be like,
2: <laughs> you know, Pink. it's like respectful of the, the indoor trash. You don't want to do it in there. Don't put it in the toilet, you fucking monsters. Like people in college would always like put condoms in the toilet. I'm like, no, we're never fucking again. <laughs> like, don't put this, don't clog up my plumbing. I, I'm from California. We always have a drought. I flush every seven
0: peas. Don't clog a toilet. Well, Amy, another reason why will will never work out. <laughs> The king of <laughs> concreting a fucking... T- it's like, oh, is your building built before 1960? I'll shit across the street at the Starbucks. <laughs> I have such anxiety about clogging toilets, such a frequent thing in my life, that every time I've shit not in my own place, I've flush the toilet and watch the water go down before I do anything and I just like time it all I'm like okay that looks pretty powerful now I'm drooling in the middle I
2: actually love I am also drooling I love this actually because it doesn't mean you have massive shits it means you wipe really well which is a beautiful fucking thing like
0: I I wipe like a fuck I I used to use baby wipes until people I learned about what they were doing to the environment. Have you guys... Have you guys... Why am I talking to you freaks? I talked to Amy. and I talked
2: to them. They're nice people. Uh, I'm
0: fine. (laughs) Uh, Have you heard about fatbergs? Yes. That is one of the most repulsive things. So if you haven't, now I'll talk to you. Uh, They are like these... Huge iceberg. You so Long Island. Yo, daddy's huge birds. <laughs> <What> the <laughs> fuck is in this stuff? Uh,
2: as big as my college roommate's cock, they oh, were.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, could, he could clog a toilet, pissing with that fucking hog. <laughs> he has to put his dick away before he flushes, or else he might end up a ninja turtle.
2: <laughs> or all my goldfish as a child. <laughs>
0: Oh look, it's Nitro and Laser, Gabriel's childhood goldfish.
2: I'm sorry to, to, to detract you from this, but uh, don't we all feel like every Ninja Turtle just had like the hugest cock? And I'm not sure why, but just as a kid, like we, you felt that, right?
0: I thought they always had hogs. They for were sure. a
2: fucking hanging hog, dude.
0: One of the first songs I actively memorized when I was a kid was the Ninja Rap from Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> You have it's a green machine, gonna rock the town without being seen. Never seen a turtle. Get down, slamming, jamming to the new swing sound. <laughs> T- ninja ninja, rap, ninja, ninja, rap. Anyway, anyway, back to R-T-L-E- clogging e- toilets. power, T-U-R-T-L-E, power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ha- having like an episode. My eyes are rolling back in my head, and I'm just like spewing out like the conjuring, but for secret of the ooze. <laughs> I remember getting so roasted on the bus by these four, like I got bullied like crazy uh, up until like ninth grade when I became funny and big and people stopped bullying me so much. But up until then I got bullied so much and the kids were roasting me and I was like, this motherfucker's reading on the bus. And I'm like, yeah, I'm reading the book. I'm reading the novelization of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. The novelization of the sequel. And these kids are roasting me for reading. Now with hindsight, you could have roasted me for the material as well.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) You're a loss. My I do think that just to be a good person, everyone should like live in a like get bullied on the bus in a city at some point as a teen or in college. Or as a grown up. I mean, yeah. But as a grown-up, you don't really care. But I feel like if it happens in your formative years, you're like, oh, this shaped me into the person that I am.
0: It, it helps I you do. become a part of society safely, where you're like, okay, <laughs> yes. yeah, now I know kind of where my place is. Thank I you. I just,
2: like, never forget, I was uh, on the 40 bus in Oakland, and uh, I was literally at my fattest, which, like, I mean,
0: I was still cute, though.
2: You know, like, very, very cute. Abs. <laughs> um and i was sitting at the back of the bus and i was also reading but not that whatever you were uh, well, doing i'll send you a like copy a i think you'll like it <laughs> it was probably like fucking bell hooks or something like very me <laughs> and like this lady gets on the bus and i didn't i don't i didn't know originally that she was like addressing me and she was like foodie judy and she just keeps saying foodie judy foodie judy and i was like I think she's talking about me and then comes closer and she's like, here she is, Foodie Judy, everybody. She's fucking, she eats all day. Foodie Judy. Here, Oh, she has to sit at the back because she's so fat. Foodie Judy. Food, and I was like, so mortified. And now every time I think about that, I laugh because what's well, the funniest thing to call this? Literally, she was probably 60. And. <laughs> I don't, and it wasn't like a, I don't know, it like she didn't seem like mentally ill. Maybe looking back a little bit, just a bully, truly. But I was 17 and just screamed Ooh. to the bus, "Look at her! Look how fat she is! Look at Foodie Judy reading her book!" Ooh, <laughs> and like, Isn't that the best thing now?
0: That's the, the kind of thing older that older rules. <laughs> that's like. Part of your comedy origin story too, where you're like, that broke me until it rebuilt me. You know, and it's like, now I'm Amy Miller comedy, you know.
2: Yeah, like truly, it makes me so sad that I didn't like have a comeback. You know, like I, I said nothing, I was just like terrified well,
0: that, and sad. Now I'm like, Nudie Judy and yeah. like, rip your clothes off. They'll never call me foodie Judy again. <laughs> Well no onlyfans.com slash
2: foodie Judy, you can see. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. He's looking for his phone, <laughs> which is not out here. <laughs> I
0: already follow Foodie Judy 2. I can't believe I didn't follow Foodie Judy one.
2: But I do think there's just a thing about like city life where you're like, yeah, you need to be bullied by strangers sometimes. Not just like your close classmates, but just like random people to like humble yourself.
0: Somebody once told me I was like when I first moved to L.A., I'm like, yo, people dress fucking crazy here. Because in New York, people don't dress that. Some people do, but not everyone dress. Everyone looks good, but no one dresses crazy, crazy. And then I realized and put it together. Someone was like, yeah, because this motherfucker doesn't have to get on a subway where a 15-year-old kid's going to go, yes. what the fuck are you wearing, man? Get <laughs> the We're fuck like- out of here with your fucking corduroys. <laughs> Like you all you have to do is peacock once in New York City and have high school kids <laughs> roast the shit out of you at twenty-seven. Like this dumpy ass Peter Griffin looking motherfucker <laughs> over here watching that fucking Lois porn. <laughs> and then you go to LA and you live in LA and you drive you don't even have to walk, so you can wear shoes that make no sense. You could wear the weather is you dress whatever you however you want to dress, that's the weather that night. Like if you put on you mean a card like you're again. Right it's now? perfect. Yeah. Well I, once I, I dressed like this when I lived in New York. I'm assuming anyone who went to college had a fat kid who wore shorts and flip flops, like in the dead winter, shirts. and like proudly. <laughs> I wore. I've been wearing Hawaiian shirts since high school. And when I was in high school, the Sim, a Simpsons episode aired where Homer wanted to wear a Hawaiian shirt, and they said, "No, Hawaiian shirts are only for." I think it was Lenny, Carl, or Mo. I'll look it up fix it and post but uh, one of them said only gay guys and big fat party animals wear Hawaiian shirts and someone at, then roasted me in school and said which one are you and in hindsight
1: a, a little bit of both. A
2: little bit of both.
0: <laughs> a little bit of column A, into, a little bit of column
2: B. So I haven't seen you that many times in real life but do you get into like other patterned Hawaiian shirts where people are like it's Corona bottles with flowers, or it's like fucking Tabasco. Like, do you put your other interests into the wine shirts? I'm
1: not
0: that yet. I can't promise. Not that but, bad. Yeah, I'm not, th- like, I shop at Tommy Bahama, unironically. <laughs> <laughs> like, their motto is, we don't have mediums. Like, it's just like, th- how many X's do you need, sir? It's like the most comforting. I'm, I am an avid beach goer. Weird, surprise. Uh, And I had to get a Tommy Bahama beach chair because they're the only beach chairs uh, regulated up to 300 pounds. (laughs) Most beach chairs are regulated for 225. And you're talking to a guy who broke a handful of beach chairs in his life (laughs) until he bought an $80 Tommy Bahama one and I've had it for five years. Tommy Bahama, dress for the job you want and it's <laughs> retirement.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I should also plug that I got this shirt at the Plus Bus in Highland Park, which has fucking saved my life many times. They only have uh, clothes that you might not want because they're for girly girls, but. Ah,
0: but that doesn't mean I won't want hang out <laughs> at that
2: store. <laughs> uh, but they're the fucking best. And, like, I just love that some, like, designer who was making, like, clothes for plus size women was like, I think they need a Danny DeVito shirt embroidered though and a half shirt is what they would want this is what these fat bitches want It's like an embroidered Danny shout out to the plus bus free plug that they need they're angels.
0: Uh, I will... I mean,
2: you're plugging Tommy Bahama, so I feel like I can plug, like, no, a boutique plus-size store in Highland Park.
0: They're going to be like, there's a, been a blue station wagon parked across <laughs> from the plus bus for <laughs> a year and a half now. Guy
2: with a puka shell necklace will not stop coming in here.
0: He's like, so how many... All, all different size broads are coming in here, huh? <laughs> Sir, put that, why that... You did not you that top. Yeah. It's
2: all I love is a bra. A oh, lot of bras at the Plus Bus. It's like oh. all the chops there. Yeah, I'm fucking... hanging out
0: there in Jeanette Bra's every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> trying to run into... <laughs> Jeanette Bra's is a boutique big boob bra store owned by Jeanette Goldstein of Terminator 2, Lethal Weapon, and Aliens fame. <laughs> so it's a combination of two of Gabrus' favorite things. Big boobs and action movies. Of course, and now I feel bad. Her son has been a guest on my podcast. <laughs> Her son is a friend of mine. <laughs> I'm putting that together now. Emma, leave this in. Hi, Pablo.
2: <laughs> You're just hanging out at the bar at the Cheesecake Factory because that's like where we sit when we want to eat the fastest. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to wait. I just want to sit. I'm by myself.
0: That's me and at the Americana get... before I see an, go to an AMC movie is eating a Cuban sandwich. Like I'm on a shift break as a waiter there. Where even the bartender's like, Done already. Huh? Are you okay? Guy who didn't take his sunglasses off to eat three courses at this mall by himself. Oh my god, the
2: combination of like fat kidism and a server guilt, which is like my entire life. Oh, you're like right. I just I finish so fast at restaurants, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just so, I don't need more water, I don't need anything here's
0: $100.
2: I know the meal was 20 but here you go.
0: Thank you so much. I'm sorry you had to look at me and, <laughs> and bring me all that extra ranch I requested. <laughs> whatever you need, miss, sir, whatever. I, I re- recently uh, worked, <laughs> and then we were all having lunch together, and this woman at the table goes, please don't judge me. I'm sorry I ate so fast. And I was standing at the garbage putting my plate in the garbage. <laughs> and she was like, and I was like, Ma'am, it's okay, and she goes, and this is a woman who is just apologizing for being gross. She goes, you're finished already? <laughs> and she goes, I didn't even see you eat. And I go, that was the plan. I enjoy eating the most when no one can see me. I eat in the dark, shirtless at my house for my most favorite meals. <laughs> My wife's... I, I can't even have my wife in town if I really want to eat the way I want to eat. I want to be like... I want to be like Jack Nicholson on a boat eating. You know what I mean? Just gunt out fucking salami sliding out the back of a fucking sandwich. Horny again.
2: Thank you so much. I, I mean, but that's the worst as a server. It's like if you get this fucking... like a like a table that just says like, we're we're having a meeting here or whatever. I'm like, at this shitty fucking diner in Oakland, you're having your meeting and then you revisit, revisit. And it's like, as a server, the longer a table has been there, the more they drop out of your mind because you have higher priorities. And then you go back and you're like, just three bites left and still working on it. Go fuck yourself, you fucking cunt. Throw it in the garbage. I'll eat it, honestly, because I'm starving. I haven't had one second to eat. Or just get the fuck out of here. Go to a coffee shop.
0: Uh, ah, fuck! You just reminded me or triggered me to remember that I <laughs> used to stand by the garbage can at lunch in elementary school and finish strangers' food. Like my class, I oh, would like open no. chocolate milks and chug them because I just wanted more chocolate. And like I would be like. People would just be throwing like a... F- and part of it is like... They're wastefulness. so
2: sad right now.
0: It gets worse. Uh, part of it is...
2: They just all stopped listening to this podcast. I tonight.
0: saw three people pour their drinks out and go, I'm going to go to business school. I- I would just like slam other people's chocolate milks, eat their chicken nuggets, their leftover chicken patties, eventually devolving to even eating where they've bitten from. Like just absolutely brutal, embarrassing and Part of it was being poor and being trained that, like, if you waste food, you're a monster. Yes. Part of it was being fat. Part of it was being Italian and being rewarded. Oh my God, Jonathan, you can eat so much. I'm like, Thank you, Grandma.
2: You're, but you're still just describing poor people. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's all under
0: the same umbrella. And I just fucking, and in hindsight, I think about it. I'm like, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> just collapse. Gee, I wonder why I had a heart I take attack over the on podcast. stage in San
2: Francisco. <laughs> I take over the podcast because he's dead, but I keep it fat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Just keep it fat. <laughs> then you get up and also have a heart attack. No, this is really, harder than
2: I thought. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot waste food. It's truly a sickness. And it, I mean, I think it's good, I guess, but like from serving because you throw away so much shit and from being growing up poor and it's like I literally you know not naming names but like had sex last night thank you so much
1: and, and like, this,
2: <laughs> this nice gentleman left like a, a, a pretty expensive water bottle that just had like like literally an inch of water left this morning and I was like, gotta drink it. I mean, I I can't throw it away. And I already feel bad that it's plastic and now it's like just free water. I'm just like chugging any, I didn't mean, I didn't eat out of the trash as a kid. But not, as a grown-up, not, up, not at Not at school, for sure at home. No, as a kid, is doing a lot of lifting man. I didn't eat out of the trash as a as, kid. As a grown-up, yes, for sure. As a server, all the fucking time, all the time. Uh,
0: I ate so many wings off of other people's <laughs> plates when I was a bartender. Oh, uh, I'd be like, oh, you're done here? And go over to the garbage and it'd just be like one wing and you're like, that, that's visibly untouched. You'd be like, throw the plate in and just eat one yes. buffalo, a cold buffalo wing off a stranger's plate.
2: Oh, the times I went on dates in San Francisco, fucking nightmare where someone would have like so many leftovers and just be like, yeah, you can take it. And I'm like, do you know that everyone is starving outside? And I'd just scrape them into a box and be like, do you want, here, here's a box of food and $20, like and then never go on a date with that man again. <laughs> like, what a, the fuck?
0: A few times when I lived in New York, I would, we'd have like a leftover slice of pizza and my wife, uh, then girlfriend, was is a little bit of a foodie and also like she always just, the joke is like she's never ordered off the happy hour menu. It's always like the most expensive thing on the menu with modifications, please. And I was like, oh, and her family owned a restaurant and she's still cool with all this. Uh, I I would just be like, Cringy. I don't even know where this story was going, but oh, she had like a she had like a broccoli and garlic pizza slice or something like that, and we walked past an unhoused person, and we were like, "Sir, here, would you like a slice of pizza?" He opened it, looked at it, closed it, and said, "No, thank you." And gave her that
2: not have a house and fart for the next three fucking days. He's like, yeah, (laughs) go fart in your house. I can't do this shit here. I've totally had that in LA though, truly. Just been like, here's a sandwich I bought for you. And someone's like, I'm so fucking sick of sandwiches. And I'm like, okay, next time, like, what do you want? I'm like, taking an order.
0: All right, I'll be back. Okay, yeah, well, the specials today are shrimp scampi. But,
2: like, I respect it, because I fucking ate that sandwich. I'm like, this is pretty good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. You shouldn't have this. Just turn the corner, (laughs) just jam it down. Uh, Can I get a time check from someone?
2: It seems like it's been three hours, truly. Yeah, Well, 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 what what time is is it? The crowd has phones. Oh, yeah, it's 10, 10, o'clock? 10 o'clock? Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, that's, that's too perfect. Long. Yeah, that's way too long. <laughs> that's too <I> like, long <laughs> right? Holy shit. Thank you so much. <laughs> holy shit. Yo, guys, give it up for Amy. Miller. Oh, thank you. Thank you, yes, Amy. Yes. This was so has been fun. Truly a treasure. I'm not
2: going to lie. My fucking I'm... favorite club in SF. Like, what a gift.
0: Amy is, I first saw her in South by Southwest. I can't even tell time anymore because of the pandemic and you made me laugh so fucking hard Aww. been a fan of yours since then I'm stoked for your album to come out Thank with you. listeners if you're listening to this this is this episode's probably coming out in December her album is either out or just round the corner yes. so fucking. and also for you guys for you guys as well this isn't just for these listeners you guys it's for the, li- the lookers best. and listeners as well get her album download it buy it do whatever you know buy the fucking vinyl if it exists.
2: Press it It yourself, yeah, Yeah, dude. Definitely vinyl. And follow me, Amy Miller Comedy on Instagram.
0: Amy Miller Comedy. I'm at Gabris. Guys, thank you so much for coming out to the Independent. Thank you to the Independent. Thank you you to Amy. Thank you to you guys for supporting live performances, ticket bartenders, buying Amy's merch and albums. Gabris.com/slash-shirts. I have to piss so bad. I can't. 10 o'clock. I apologize for keeping you here. We're so sorry. Quit your jobs. Work sucks. See you later, (laughs) brah.
1: That was a HeadGum Podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules.
0: Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit, guys, I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in '92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players, Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. (laughs) See, actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. (laughs) Now a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. (laughs) We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? (laughs) I don't hate them, but I've been in a (laughs) room. Yes, I understand. This is now the (laughs) 20th ending of the movie. (laughs) I am dark. I'm your dad. Action. Boys.
1: Boys will be boys.
0: Subscribe
1: here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall.